Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am here uh, once again um, with Nelson Newth. Um, Nelson, now obviously there are some things that we need to talk about in terms of the Nuggets tonight. I'm not in the best of moods when it comes to the team, and I'm sure Nuggets Nation feels and understands exactly how I'm feeling right now. Um, but before we get to expressing ourselves, I would like to, uh, you know, double check on you. You know, I understand real life and all that stuff supersedes all of this basketball stuff that we talk about. So before we get into basketball talk, how are you doing, man? How's the family? I, I, you know what? Oh, you're so nice, Jeremy, to ask. Um, they're doing great. I um, Their spring break starts soon, which is exciting for them. Oh, nice. Um, my twin boys. And um, so that's great. Um, but I'm just like you, brother. Like right now I'm like, I shouldn't let this stuff affect me <laughs> at this age in, you know, this time in my, in my life. But when they have a stinker like they did tonight, it, it does affect me and I can't, I really can't. Yeah. I mean, there's more important things, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Big picture. This doesn't mean a lot. It's just so frustrating to watch them lose to the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was hard. It was hard to uh, to kind of digest that that loss um, because you know you're watching the Nuggets. All they needed was that one win, right? Like they're they're saying the magic number was one. You know to to clinch the best record in the West and all these different things. And like you 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 don't I you don't lose that game like you just you just do not i don't i don't care what the situation is you have nikola jokic back tonight right like he's back he's playing um you don't lose that game so it was just interesting to me that uh that they did find a way to lose that one and and i'll be honest with you man yes it does affect me as well you know yes things like i mentioned on numerous occasions that Things in my in my personal life and real life are going really well right now. But I'll tell you, there are still moments where I have those those like tonight, like right now, I'm not I'm not the happiest right now. You know, I think that's why I felt like it was necessary for us to to do to do this this show tonight um, just to kind of express that, you know, and and like I'm I got on, on my TV over here. I got the Lakers playing the Utah Jazz right now and watching them just battle. They're in overtime and everything. And I'm like, man. Why didn't the Nuggets just have a fight tonight? Like there was no, there was no fight. All you saw was just the Rockets just kind of just using their youth, using their 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 effort, and just going at the Nuggets. Shangun, I mean, Jokic is his idol. Like he said that on numerous occasions. Um, he 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 fashions his game like Jokic, and you could tell he was trying his best tonight to impress him and to you know say, look, look, look what I can do. Like after he's scoring. You know, I saw a couple of times where him and Jokic were talking and listen, man, as much as y'all are friends and all this stuff and that's cool, but bro, this is about the win. I don't care about none of that stuff right now. Like y'all could be friends after the game, text each other after the game. If you want to go to dinner, like y'all do in, in the past, do that after the game. I don't want this on the court. Oh, look, oh, buddy, buddy and all this stuff. Get the win. That is priority number one, priority number two and three. It's about the win. That's it. That's it, man. Yeah, man. It's um, 
there's systematic things that you look at with the Nuggets right now that are so off, and it's it's really hard to watch. Um, and and this is coming after a game against the Warriors mm-hmm. where they don't have Nicola, and they have one of the better games in my mind of the year. Right. So. Like you go from that exhilarating feeling, and I happen to be watching that game with a a bunch of Warrior fans, so it was yeah, yeah, yeah. super sweet to experience that. Then to have them come out and be totally flat, think it was a W from the start. Jamal gets hurt early mm-hmm. with his Nine wrist, mm-hmm. and yep. um, you know Joker, I think had eight quick points yeah he started off really aggressive Mm -hmm. and then add and then ends up with 14 for the game i believe Mm -hmm. 14 14, yeah like eight turnovers right and then um you know kcp is killing me right now yeah man man. i mean Mm -hmm. that guy he cannot make a three and he you know, I really wonder, like, sometimes you see, like, a baseball, like a pitcher. Like, I've seen this before, where a pitcher goes into the All-Star break, and actually they are in the All-Star game, and they get lit up, and then they stink for the rest of the year. Yeah. Right? A mental because, thing. Because mentally, like, mm-hmm. they feel like I didn't meet my expectations in the biggest stage outside of the World Series. Right. I've seen that happen with pitchers. Maybe the fact that KCP didn't get invited to the All-Star break did not validate him on some level. But I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm way off base, right? He can't hit a shot to save his life. Yeah, he can't. He can't. It's it's really, it is, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. It's to watch. really hard to watch. Like I was hoping in some way that Malone would get his head out of his backside and start somebody else in the second half because KCP is just defensively. He's player. There's no doubt about it, but offensively he's not holding water. He's not carrying his side of this and it's hard to watch. Yeah. And then you watch Aaron Gordon miss another, you know, how many free throws it's these little things that just are mind boggling that, we're going right in the beginning of the season. And I forget what the latest stat was, but since God, I want to say since the Toronto game, they're like way upside down in their record, like six and eight or something. Mm-hmm. And um it's it's not good. It's just not a good look. And then to fall, you know, flat like this, and now you have a really tough game against Phoenix, right? Coming up. Yeah, on the road. I mean, it's not. It doesn't inspire confidence. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's it's. This was a terrible time, you know. This was just a moment where it's like, you could not have. This could not have been at a worse moment because just like you mentioned before, um, even with Memphis winning tonight, and we'll see how they play tomorrow night. Obviously, with with their their back to back situation, but. This was a terrible loss. I mean, even the Kings won. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's just a moment where you cannot lose, especially to a team that is tanking. 
they are they are actually tanking. Like there, there's come on, they have what 16 wins on the year, now 17, I believe. It's 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 insane to think about. You have already surpassed a 50 win situation. Like you mentioned it about KCP. I'll tell you, there were a couple games after he wasn't selected um, in the All-Star break where he was just lighting it up, like right after. Because I remember we were talking about it like, man, like KCP is really proving it. And then all of a sudden, boom, it just happened. And he just he was just missing and missing and missing. And it's continued. I mean, Bruce Brown went through a time as well where he started the season shooting plus 40, like 40 plus percent from behind the three-point line. Then all of a sudden, he just couldn't hit a shot. Um and then you even saw the other night where he hit a three from the corner. I believe it was maybe against the Bucks. And then he put his arms up in the air, like all to say, oh, my gosh, finally. You know, it's 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 pretty insane what's happening with the team. You mentioned Aaron Gordon just missing his free throws at a ridiculous clip right now. He just cannot hit the side of a barn. And it does not make sense to me. I mean, what exactly are we practicing like? What are the practices like? Like, what exactly are we doing here? Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily know what exactly the team is doing right now. And you mentioned it, Jokic. Yeah, he started off extremely aggressive, and you know, as the night went on, there's just, I mean, he didn't play a whole lot. He played what, maybe 25 minutes, I believe. Um, but he was just forcing the ball, forcing the passes, and I, I didn't, I didn't like what I saw tonight. And you know, obviously, we we this whole conversation about like the MVP and whatever that stuff looks like at this point there, there is no, I don't want to, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, Oh, it's, it's absolutely over. Like, and I remember I tweeted about it tonight and I had like a couple of nuggets fans tweeting me like, so how do you, what, what would you feel like if Jokic won? Of Bro, course. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that I, that I don't, of want course him we to want win. him to win. Right. We want him to win. But the thing is as a realist and as a fan watching the game, one, the, the media had already started to say it wasn't him. Right. So right, they've been right. waiting. They have been waiting for a moment, a moment in time where Embiid is excellent and Jokic is not. Like they've been they've been waiting for that. And tonight was the night. Embiid dropped 50 plus against a Boston Celtics team who's above him in the standings, albeit without Jalen Brown. We have to make sure that that's clear. But he still did that in, in excellent fashion, played extremely well, um, hit a bunch of big buckets down the stretch. So he played really well. And Jokic, on the other hand, playing on the road against the worst team in basketball and ends the game with 14 points, 10 rebounds, and eight turnovers. That's that. And then you you get blown out, blown out. Like it's that MVP stuff is over with. So Nuggets fans, just just get it out your mind. Right. We need to worry about what this team is about to put on the floor going into the playoffs. We need to see if they can perform. That is what we need to look at right now and pay attention to this MVP stuff. Get it out of your mind. Don't even think about it. It's done. All right. It's done. That MVP trophy does not matter to us. It should not matter to us anymore. Because at this point, it's irrelevant. Because if the Nuggets go into the playoffs and they play the way they played tonight, that'll be a first round exit because there are going to be a lot of good teams in that, that, that bottom part of the Western conference that could potentially match up with the nuggets in the first round. So you cannot go into the playoffs acting like y'all did anything. You cannot, you cannot. I, I, um, I agree with you 100%. And I just think it's mind boggling. First of all, let's, let, let's set the record straight. 
nobody on this program, nobody on this show wants him to not win the MVP. Exactly. We want him to win the MVP. But reality is reality. And I've said before, I believe this race was over once uh, Kendrick Perkins got mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. But you're looking for one game to cement that opinion or one night, I should say. And tonight's the night. It's uh, clear cut. Yeah. The race is over. And if you don't believe it, that's fine. You can be in your la-la land. But the, the reality is, is that it's over and move on. My real question is, can this team be consistent enough to go and win the, the NBA championship we've all talked about? Right. I think it's really going to depend on who they have in the opening round on, on if that's possible. I think they can if they get on a roll in the first series. Right now, the way it's set up, if you can't go into Houston, who's the worst team in, team in the NBA, I have serious questions. And you get blown out, like you said. It wasn't yeah. like they lost by a couple. They got blown out. If you can't do that as a contender, then what is the makeup of your team say to you? What does that say? Are they children? Do they need to be yelled at? Is Mike Malone good enough? Uh, what are we what are we talking about here? Because the bottom line is you don't need to babysit these guys. They're adults. Like yeah. they mm-hmm. know going into this game, hey, it's not a pick-me-up, like we're gonna win the game. That's another NBA team on the other side. Like, you've got to bring your A game, and they didn't. So whose fault is that? Is it the players? Yeah. Is it the coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do, what does this message send to the team? That you're you're just going to loaf your way into the playoffs? There was no there was no energy. Period. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was a horrible display for all of Nugget Nation, and an embarrassing one, and something that you know. If they go in, in in Phoenix, then it's erased. But I think that's going to be a tough task. And then you go into Utah. How many times do the Nuggets go into Utah and win? Yeah. So now you're looking at literally if Memphis keeps this close, you're looking at the last game of the season against Sacramento at home as the deciding factor to get into the number one seed. Yep. Wow. What yeah. a, I mean, it's who, who kind of a, jo- that? it's who kind of a joke, that? you know, yeah, it is. and it you is. go in number two, then you might as well just forget about it. Cause I think they'll, their confidence will be completely yeah. uh, eviscerated with that. So, and that's the, the worst case scenario, but let's be realistic. They're not, it's going to be a tough, uh, tough time to go into to Phoenix and win there. They're undefeated with KD. So I, I don't look like I don't like their chances. This was the game to win, yeah, against was, a really a bad team, mm-hmm. and they stunk it up. It's it's yeah. it's it's frustrating. I'm you can hear some anger in my voice because I'm I'm mad. Like they should be mad at themselves. I agree. This is pathetic. Yeah, no, it 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 was it was. And by the way, can I stop you there? I'm sorry. I want. I feel like I should give you some money as my therapist. <laughs> 
because I appreciate you, man, listening to me rant. Um, I, I'll try to be better here, but I just it's so darn frustrating. Nah, you're you're good, man. Listen, I, I'll tell you, um, I feel the exact same way, right? Like I really do because you want this team to be good. You know, you know, weeks ago and before all this stuff with the Kendrick Perkins and all that, we were kind of just sitting in a place as Nuggets fans where it was like, wow, look at our team. We have the best record the Nuggets have ever had. Basically, well, at the time, um, you're sitting there like, okay, this, this, this is it. This, 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 this feels good. You know, we got the, we got the two-time MVP about to be three-time. Like Jokic is is doing his thing averaging this triple double you know kcp is hitting shots bruce brown is hitting shots ag is playing well michael porter is starting to get his consistency back so it's like you're in that moment like man this is this feels good then you fast forward to now that triple double is not a thing anymore because he's gonna have to have like i don't know uh, like, yeah, he's going to have to average like a bunch of assists or whatever the past couple in the next couple of games to even get it. So that's done. The MVP race is over, as we mentioned, because I just I can't see any situation that that like Embiid would have to like lose by like 75 to his next opponent and drop three points or something like that. For right. Season. Right. That, yeah. Which we know is not happening. So we're, we're Nuggets fans do have to realize like, man, this is really what we're in right now. This is. It's not a pretty reality. It's just not. And I'll tell you, there are a lot of teams in the playoffs, and especially within that that bottom um, part of the Western Conference, they're not scared of the Nuggets. No, they're not. Like, like we, like I'm watching the product. We are watching the product as Nuggets fans, and you cannot look at this team right now and tell me that they look intimidating. I don't see it. I don't see an intimidating team walking into the playoffs with any momentum that people could look at and say, you know what? I don't want to play them. Nobody is trying to avoid the Nuggets right now. And that right. that's not a, you know, as a as a team that's been essentially leading the West pretty much for the entire season. It's it's just as as a Nuggets fan, man, it's just not a it's not a happy time right now. It's just not. Can I can I just bring up this point too? Like I, I don't I'm not a big Mike Malone fan. I've said that from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really I really just don't understand his rotations. I really don't. And and by the way, let me give him credit. Um they went small ball against Golden State and it worked. Right. And and he deserves credit for that because I there were times during the game when they were getting killed on the boards and I thought this is not working, especially in the first half, but it did work in the whole scheme of the game. They they came back and played really well. But tonight you saw DeAndre Jordan come in the game in the first half. Now he missed an easy shot, mm-hmm. but his presence in the lineup means something size-wise, physically. The Nuggets got killed on the backboards in the second half, in the third quarter, when the subs came in. And there was no DeAndre Jordan. And not that he's the end-all, be-all, final you know, answer to that, but there was no physical presence. There were, they were getting killed on the backboards. Where was DeAndre Jordan? Why wasn't yeah. he brought into the game at that point when you're getting killed on the boards? 
Yeah. Won't wouldn't you think to change the dynamic of the team during that time period? Yeah. I mean, it, there's no consistency there. And then I want to say one other thing really quickly, and that is there is one positive in these last two games. He wears number eight. Mm-hmm. And he is Dr. Watson. That, that Peyton that, Watson. That, that kid is nice, man. That is going to be a really, really good player. And he showed it in the first half again tonight. Mm-hmm. Hit that easy three. So was it. great mm-hmm. in transition. Like how there was a couple of players where I was like, how did he make that shot? And he glided yeah. to the to the rim. Uh, he's obviously defensively really um, great on his feet. Can is our first shot blocker I've seen on this team in a while. Yeah, and um, that's something to be excited about for now playoffs and going forward. So, right again, kudos to Calvin Booth on that one because he showed out against Golden State. Um, I thought he was um, one of the more energetic players tonight. Yeah, no, it, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, myself, we were, myself, you, I mean, everybody watching that game um, against Golden State, right? Because, you know, I, I understand the Rockets game was more recent tonight. I know we're kind of, you know, worked up about that game in particular. But just just going back to the Warriors game, just for a second here, right? Um, man, Peyton Watson was, he was, he was something to behold in that game just watching him play i know we've been kind of on you know christian brown as of late because of the way he's been playing i really love christian brown i think he has a really bright future on this team um but the way that peyton watson has played the the last two games in particular especially against the warriors you saw something that the nuggets don't have right or 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 have not had i should say Uh, a wing defender who can, I guess we did see tonight that he does have the ability to stretch the floor and, and being able to hit some threes, but it's somebody that's active. Like when I say active, he was active. He has long arms. Wingspan is ridiculous. I think he blocked Steph Curry maybe three times, either at least at least two, at least two times. And, and they were not these little tap blocks. Oh, no. These were emphatic, just knowing where the ball was going, understanding the trajectory and getting to it. And I'll tell you, the the shot that they call goaltending on him, that was not goaltending. That was that was not goaltending at all. That was a clean block, you know, because even when they showed the replay, it wasn't even on its way down yet. You right, know, he, he, right. He, he hit it. He got it right at the apex of it. And um, they just didn't like the fact that he just did it so emphatically. They didn't like that. They were like, oh, yeah, right, that's right, be right. But man, no, I, I really and, and one thing I will say about Peyton Watson, um, after the Nuggets drafted him, I was just kind of looking at just um his his player profile and and you know just different things about him. And I'll tell you, one of the cool parts about him is he's actually trained with Kevin Durant. I he, heard that. Yeah, he's one of Kevin Durant's favorite. They're good friends. Players. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And I think, I mean, what better way to get better defensively than to match up against somebody like that? Yeah. You know, somebody who 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 can really test all of your limits, everything that you can do defensively. KD is going to make sure that you understand how to use your footwork correctly, how to get your timing, how to do all of that, even your extensions with jump shots, because KD does not get blocked very often. No. So if you're able to at least, if you could learn a, a lot of stuff from him, man, Peyton Watson does have a very, very bright future, man. And I think, um, 
if and of course the Nuggets did win that game in impressive fashion, like you mentioned, um, Jamal Murray with the game saving block at the end off the fingertips with Clay Thompson. That was that, that was, was insane. insane. That was insane for sure. Um, yeah, was, I didn't realize that at the time that he actually mm-hmm. blocked it. Yeah, but what a great block from Jamal because you never know if Clay can hit that three pointer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely uh, fearful of that and it yeah. did not pan out but um you know like uh, this is why i i think that i'm crazy sometimes because like to me i would start peyton watson going forward and i know that's just insane yeah. right but to me he's a bet he's a better defender than kcp and he gives you more on the offensive end than kcp right now right and um i think he's surpassed christian brown Brown, okay. um, as a, as far okay. as what I see athletically, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and and Christian still has a hard time, I think, shooting the ball consistently from deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Peyton came into another game recently and hit like eight points in like three or four minutes. Uh, I think he's got a really strong offensive game that that we're not fully seeing, and if you see that in a situation with Joker. And Jamal, I think you're seeing even more production. Yeah. Um, so again, I know that's not going to happen because we're so far, uh, you know, into the season. But I, I would love to see him at the two guard and um, playing as the, you know, the, the the defender on the toughest guard. I think he's got the foot quickness to do that. I think he's so obviously too. got yeah. a seven foot wingspan. Let me also say this, too, because I'm a little bit self-deprecating. When Calvin Booth um, selected Christian Brown and Peyton Watson, I was highly, highly disappointed. I was, too, because I didn't know any selections. Them. I right. thought they mm-hmm. were horrible. Um, I really wanted the Jovich kid. Um, yeah, me, too. <laughs> and um, I thought he was just an offensive uh, machine. But I was proven totally wrong, yeah. and I, I want to admit that because those two guys have turned out to be good players. I'm not sure, again, about Christian. He's got to get better about hitting the three ball, and his general jump shot's got to get better. He's too inconsistent for me on that end. But hustling, getting rebounds, defending, I like all those parts of his game. And I like the fact that he drives to the basket and usually emphatically – uh, emphatically gets a jam or a you know an easy bucket. Um, so overall, again, I think uh, Calvin Booth nailed it with both of those picks, right? Uh, and especially Peyton Watson. I mean, what a surprise! He's come out of nowhere mm-hmm. to come in and show us all of this talent. It just gives you some. It gives me a lot of hope and excitement about that. Yeah, yeah, I I agree a hundred percent, man. Um, yeah, man. Pey- Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson is is one of those players where and, and and I said it the other day, there's something about his play style. Right. It reminds me a lot of like OG Ananobi. Right. It's 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 the, the way that they play. Like you mentioned it, the footwork is they they stay in front of their guard and they're watching every side. They're they're shifting left to right. Like it's these are different things that Peyton Watson has naturally in his game. And yeah. OG, very similar, like when he came into the league, um, 
that three point shot was not as consistent, but it's starting to get there. Like he's hitting like two threes a game now, and he's being able to stretch the floor. And I actually believe, actually, wait, even in the playoffs a couple seasons ago, I believe it was in the bubble. He may have, I, I think he either tied a game or he won a game at the buzzer with the three. OG and yeah. Obi did, right? Yeah. So being able to have that ability to defend at that level and to be able to stretch the floor is something that you need. Um, you know, on a, on a team like this, right? Because the Nuggets have offense. They can score points when they actually try and when they respect their opponents. Um, but they can they can score. It's you gotta be able to get stops, man. You gotta yeah. be able to get yeah. stops, you know. Yeah. And, and it's just those those moments where where you're watching it. But I do like Peyton Watson a lot, and I think Christian Brown also has a very bright future. I like both of those guys. Um, the cool thing about that, the sorry, Jeremy, to interrupt you. The cool thing about the the Warriors game was that they switched on every possession. They did. right defensively, they were switching every single time. There was a pick, switch, 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 switch. They switched on everything because they were so athletic, right? And um, I thought that was some of their best defense oh yeah of the year they shut down steph curry Mm -hmm. um they were out on all the ball screens um which really um we don't do as well with obviously the joker he's that's probably the poorest thing that he does is cover the pick and roll and so you know i just think um it was exciting to watch all the athletic play out there with the five that they had out at that time Right. Uh, in the Warrior game. And it was just fun to it was just fun to watch. Um, obviously, tonight was not fun to watch on any not level not and um, just an embarrassing loss. But yeah, it was it was a tough one, man. And, and I think just us as Nuggets fans just watching that game tonight. It doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence in the team. The Warriors game sure did. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, look how quickly that changed because for me that's how i am as a nuggets fan i'm a game by game person i want to right i go you know i'm not gonna say oh well since the nuggets were really good a month ago and on a big win streak then that's exactly how i think it is right now no i'm a in the moment if i'm seeing bad habits if i'm seeing lack of effort if i'm seeing um just inconsistent shooting these things we gotta talk about it we we cannot be delusional we cannot be delusional as fans and it's the same thing we talked about even with with like aaron gordon man can you please go practice your threes and your free throws man like like what is going on what is going on i don't understand how he's been so bad at like i'm every time and for a player that's as physical as he is right you have to assume he's going to be at the free throw line so you have to be prepared to hit those free throws. Like, you know what? You know what, dude? I wish I could talk to the guy, honestly. And I know this sounds really stupid because I'm just a, a podcaster, but I've coached all my life. Look what he goes up to the free throw line and look how close his feet are to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. I would like to see the dude have his feet shoulder width apart, right? Or even a little bit and get some knee bend because his form is decent, right? But if you watch him, like I watched him tonight, no knee bend, right? Mm-hmm. And to extend, you have to have that a part of the shot, right? You have to have that a part of your motion. That's where you get power in your shot 
is from your legs, not just your arms. So for me personally, I see his feet too narrow uh, at the at the free throw line and at the three point line. Like let's get some let's get our feet out a little bit wider, get a bigger, stronger base. Take your take whatever you know you do as far as your routine at the line and make your free throws. His shot's not that bad. He he shouldn't be shooting this bad. His confidence is is ruined. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's this, It's the same thing you're talking about with KCP, right? It's that 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 mental, like it's the mental side of things where now you're starting to believe that you can't hit free throws consistently. And once you start thinking that, oh, it's over. It's with. over. It, it's going to be a reality at that point, right? So something just has to change, man. We we are. This is the worst possible time that the Nuggets could be going through this level of turmoil. And I understand it may seem a little extreme coming off that Warriors game. But if you think about it, prior to that, the Nuggets weren't playing well. So now they're not. The, the Warriors game was essentially an outlier based That's on right. the way that they've been playing lately. So it's this you you don't you got to have momentum going into the playoffs, man. You have to. You have to. This is this is the worst time to not be playing well. So what on Thursday, this matchup against Phoenix, I don't know Jamal Murray's status, obviously, with his injury tonight. But I'll tell you, everybody else needs to step up big time. And when I say Jokic, need, this is this is the moment. This is not the – I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, well, you know, the Nuggets don't necessarily care about the one seed or they don't care. I don't want to hear none of that. This is a game right now you got to go crazy in this one. I don't want to hear no excuses None of that stuff. None of that. It you gotta show and prove right now. This is a matchup that you have to to show not only yourself but us, the fans, and and just just people who watch basketball. You have to show that you're better than this. You gotta respond. Yeah, I mean, I I don't hold out a lot of hope for that game. Um, I did like their performance in the last Phoenix game as they came out of the third into the third quarter and they had a great. Spurt. I think they cut the 26-point lead to four points. Um, but again, intensity. Where's the intensity? I want to see some intensity from this team. Uh, I want to see some urgency from this team. And they need to win that game or they need to figure out a way to win the Utah game. Or we need a, a simple loss uh, for Memphis in that back-to-back against a good New Orleans team. So my my I'm going to be watching that game, hoping that we can uh, kind of do the back door as far as not having to play and yeah. and get that number one seed. And we get that number one seed. I'll feel a heck of a lot better, you know, right, right, but right. Uh, right now, obviously, it's uh, it's not a good feeling. And we've tried to stay really even keel <laughs> with even keel with this stuff. Right, man, because yeah, it does sure. go. There's an ebb and flow. Right. But we all know right now this is not what we want getting into the playoffs. Yeah. This is not the look we want. This is not the team we want. And this is not the performance that we expect. Mm-hmm. Not for a world champion. And we they right now they're not playing that way. No, they're not. And um like you said, we 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 have to go through this. Obviously, the season itself is an emotional roller coaster, right? It is just what it is at this point. And we have gone along with it. And yeah, you said it correctly. There were days where I was a little bit more upset, but I was like, you know what? Nah, let me, let me bring that down. Let me not even bring that type of energy on the show and stuff like that. 
But listen, man, I'm a human being, bro. And, and, and you know, you being a, a Nuggets fan, because as I said, I've been a Nuggets fan for 23 years, and you've been a Nuggets fan longer than I have. So it's a situation where it's like it's we are invested in this. Of we course. are as much as people don't want to. Oh, no, I don't really take it. Ser- no, this is something that's a part of my life. You know, it really is. This is one of the reasons I moved to Colorado. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, that is that. So that the Nuggets are literally a part of my life. Right. So, right. So so watching the team and I just want to see them win, man. I just want to see a, an opportunity here where like, man, don't don't make me a fool. You know, like, like yeah. I want to I want to. I believed in this team and I still believe in the team. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I want I want to see the mentality of people out there on a the court that that are just giving their all every single night. And I think that is the one thing that we have not been able to see. Yes, they've been, I guess, relatively good all season, still being number one in the West. And that's great. But as of right now, we're talking about in this moment. They do not look like a team that will win a championship. They don't look like it right now. No. And think about this, man. We talked about this ad nauseum. The Nuggets of yesteryear would lose these games Mm -hmm. to lesser opponents. They they lost, if you remember, the horrible San Antonio Spurs game. Mm -hmm. Now they to Houston. This is a pattern of this team. You know, and I thought it was gone. I thought the dog mentality was we weren't going to go into these games and have this kind of an issue. Um, I think it was Jamal Murray who last game they played like this, had to go into the locker room and tell people, like, we ain't doing this again. Right. Um, And he wasn't there tonight. So I think they missed him for sure. Uh, Hopefully that's not a serious injury uh, Mm because we can't deal with that right now uh but you know it's one game they just got to turn it around and uh we'll we'll try to stay positive but i don't feel like they're gonna have any success against phoenix just because phoenix playing so well with kd utah has been a house of horrors for this team um for years and years gone by so they've got to figure out a way to win one of those two games. I do not want it to come down to the Sacramento game. That yeah. would just be insane. Yeah. Um, even though I think they would win that game, it's still going to be, you know, let's just give us a break, man. Let's get this thing <laughs> wrapped up and be done with it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was hoping tonight because, you know, I told everybody, I'm like, oh, yeah, Houston, that's that's the game right there. You know, you saw it on paper. The Nuggets finally got everybody back. You know, but of course, Jamal Murray only playing nine minutes tonight. And, you know, it's just that second half was a disaster, right? It was just a disaster to watch. But like you said, Phoenix coming up on Thursday, that is a nationally televised game. That is on TNT. Oh, yeah. That is. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. That is the second game of the night on TNT. So everybody will be watching that game. That is that is just what it is. So. This is the this is the moment, man. I'm telling you. So hopefully Jamal Murray's injury is not serious. Um, hopefully he'll be back by next game because we need him against the Suns. Um, when he plays against the Suns, that just seems to be a team that he likes to play against. Maybe it's just the whole Booker, you know, the the, the Kentucky um, connection. Maybe that's what it is. But him and Booker, they do battle, right? They do battle, and Jamal Murray on in his career has actually come out on top majority of the time against the Suns. Now, of course, this is a totally different Suns team. 
with Kevin Durant out there. So I cannot discount that fact, right? But um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Listen, Nelson. Um, appreciate I pre- it. I appreciate you getting on the show tonight, man. I know we, you know, this was kind of just kind of like an impromptu one because we were going to really record tomorrow. But um, it is good to at least be able to get this stuff out of the way, out my mind, off my chest, you know, before I go to bed tonight. So I don't even have to think about this anymore. Because I'm telling you now, I am not watching any TV tomorrow about basketball. Like, usually what I do is, like, I watch my YouTube videos and check out, you know, different clips from different shows. I'm not doing that tomorrow because I'm telling you now, it is going to be, as people would say now, extremely toxic. All they're going to be doing is tearing Jokic apart. It is going to happen tomorrow. Tonight was blood in the water for everybody who's been trying to find moments to to totally dismantle his name. They're going to do it tomorrow. It's just what it's going to be. So, um I'm not that's even nasty. It's nasty. That's nasty if that's the case because the guy doesn't deserve it. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He, yeah. He's not anything uh, threatening to anyone. He's humble. He doesn't do commercials. He's a nice guy, and he's not going to win the ba- he's not going to win the three time MVP thing. So let it go mm-hmm. uh, and be happy for Joel Embiid. That's the guy who's going to win it, and he deserves it. And Let's move on. You know, um, for me personally, I don't really care because I, I really just want this team to win an NBA championship. And this yeah. is the closest um, since I've been a fan in 1977. Uh, this is the closest that team to that that I've seen in that time frame. This is the only team in Nuggets history that will actually win the Western conference in the regular season, Mm -hmm. if they can pull that off still. So there's still a lot in front of this team and they can achieve it. um, If they can get right mentally, get right on the defensive end and start making some three pointers. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I, it's always wonderful to speak with you. And again, I um I feel like I should send at least a, you know some may, uh, money to you in an envelope saying thank you for the therapy session. Although I was not on a couch, I was certainly uh, able to release some of the demons from tonight, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. now I'll be able to sleep like a little baby. But I do yeah. appreciate it, and I appreciate everybody listening out there. We're still positive about this team. Don't get yeah. us wrong. It's just tonight is a disappointing performance. Mm-hmm that we really did not expect. I know I didn't. I thought they yeah, were going to win it. So Yeah, I didn't expect this at all tonight. Like I said, I every conversation I had prior to the game, I had the Nuggets winning. So I was definitely wrong on my prediction tonight, but I feel like a lot of fans were wrong tonight. So it's just what it is. But, yeah, listen, Nelson, I mean, it is mutual, man. I, I just love talking Nuggets with, with, with yourself, with Jack. And, you know, it's just been a real cool experience working with you guys. So we're just going to continue doing what we do. But hopefully, like we said, hopefully the Nuggets do turn things around. You know, we'll see how it goes on Thursday. We'll see how it goes against Utah. We'll see how it goes against Sacramento. Um, but they got they got a couple games and a couple of days here to actually make something happen. So we will see if that is the case. But that's just what it is. <laughs> if, if the basketball gods above um, want to help out the Nuggets, we'll see a Memphis loss. Uh, like, I don't have any problem with that, by the way. Yeah. Like, let's just clear the table. If Memphis loses tomorrow, Nuggets win the number one seed. I'm all good with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. So I will be watching that. And here's the thing, like I mentioned before, um, 
well, I posted on Twitter. I will be in the NBA chat and hosting the NBA chat on the BetQL app tomorrow. So while I'm in there, I promise you I will be watching that game very closely, right? Because that's going to be the one where I'm like, okay, come on, Memphis. Just yeah, exactly. Lost real quick. Yeah. You know? So because right now the Nuggets just need to figure this thing out. Um, and if that means a couple more days of just resting and whatever that looks like, just do it. Because yeah. Once the playoffs start, I don't want to hear any excuses. That's it. That's, That's it. it. So, all right, man. Listen. Yeah, I, and know, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's been fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, but everybody that's listening right now, we appreciate you guys. Um, but like we always say, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams, and hopefully, we didn't bring down the mood tonight. But listen, <laughs> we are we are realists, and we want to just express how we're feeling in the moment. If the Nuggets beat Phoenix, who knows? Things might change, right? But as of right now, this is just how I feel about what we saw. This is what Nelson feels as well. So we just got to go with it game by game. But like I said before, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>